Welcome to Let's Talk Socials, the podcast for entrepreneurs who want to stand out on social media and be seen as the experts that they really are. The latest updates and trends from the social media space presented by me, your social media strategist and coach. Now, let's get started. Let's Talk Socials. Hello, hello, and welcome to the very first episode of Let's Talk Socials in 2024. One of my all-time favorite non-fiction books is Atomic Habits by James Clear, because it talks about all the very small or well, atomic habits that we implement in our daily life that might seem very small, but they actually have a huge impact on what our life looks like, what goals we set ourselves and how we achieve them. And just in general, help us to become a better version of ourselves. If you haven't read it, I would highly recommend putting it on your TBR list for 2024. You won't regret it. I think I'm actually going to have a reread this year as well. It's an amazing book with a lot of practical ideas and tips, not just for business, but in general life as well. And the reason why I'm mentioning this book is that by reading it, I have realized that it's not necessarily the big actions that we take that help us achieve our goals, but it's the small things that we do on a daily basis that help us to go wherever we want to go. Especially at this time of the year, we often reflect on our past year's goal and we set new goals for the upcoming year. And it's typically a time where a lot of business owners set themselves the in the intention that they want to do more or maybe improve their marketing in general for the upcoming year. It is definitely one of my goals, not just this year, but actually every year, because I want to continue to improve my content. I want to continue making content that is interesting for my audience and that is helpful to them. So I always try to learn more about marketing and yeah, basically do what I preach. If one of your goals is also to do better in your marketing uh, or to take it more seriously this year, then this episode is perfect for you. Because today I'm going to talk about a few social media habits that I see in my most successful clients and that I have established myself over the last few years of making social media content. And I hope that I can inspire you to implement one or maybe a few of these habits to make 2024 the most profitable year for your business yet. The first habit is not necessarily something that you need to do on a daily basis, but it could be on a weekly or monthly or even a quarterly basis. But what I would like you to do is schedule meetings, like really actually schedule a meeting in your calendar where you review your social media performance and where you see if you are reaching your goals. Obviously, I am part of a marketing bubble. I would say the conversations I am having with other professionals and like my digital marketing friends, a lot of the times we are talking about metrics, like how we can increase them, how we can improve them, how we can achieve certain goals that we have set ourselves. And we're just very into numbers and, and and metrics. Like to give you an idea, in our business coaching group uh, for marketers, the No Bullshit Business Club, we post stuff like, this, so this is how my recent launch went. Like these, these were my conversion rates. This is how many people watched my landing page, you know, like these kind of metrics that is what we geek out over. But from my experience, the average small business owner 
rarely looks at their insides. That is the main reason why I do audits for people, to be honest, because they just don't have the mental space, they don't have the expertise to look at their insights or to, to draw conclusions from them. And um, yeah, they don't necessarily have the time either to, to implement a strategy. So if you can make this a habit for you to check your metrics like followers, engagement rate, maybe your website traffic, you will have such a leg up on your competitors and all the other small business owners that look at their insights maybe once a year and then completely freak out. So what I would recommend doing is setting yourself, let's say, a monthly appointment. That's what I usually do. I do it on a first of the month, uh, but it could be the 15th, the 25th, whenever works for you. But really try to stick to this appointment. No rescheduling, no, uh, yeah, I'll do it next month when I have more time because you won't have more time. Let's just be realistic here. And then really stick to that hour where you review the metrics, draw conclusions from them, and actually implement what you found. Some of my clients find it easier to just schedule a regular appointment with me so that they can go through their insights with me together. So that obviously helps with accountability and it isn't as easy to just reschedule the appointment like you would do with yourself and like do it another time, which we all know means that you're probably gonna actually do it and not just use it as an excuse to do it another time. So there's always this option to schedule a power hour with me where we can go through your insights and formulate a plan that can get you to the goals that you have set yourself for this year. Either way, um, schedule this meeting, whether it is with me or with yourself, but do it and review the metrics. Last point about tracking metrics, do that, but only track the ones that you actually understand and that are important to your overall business goals. If you really want to focus on increasing your revenue this year, there's not really any point in tracking your Instagram comments. Like, it's great to see your engagement and to know what's going on, but like website traffic or sales generated by Instagram would probably be better metrics to track here because you can actually influence your goal by looking at these metrics. So again, the most important thing is actually to do it in the first place. Second important thing, to track the metrics that you understand and that you can actually use. Now, habit number two is to create more than you consume. In general, this is quite a big problem in the creative space, I would say, and I have heard it from some of my clients as well, that they compare themselves to other people in their industry all the time. This means I hear things like, oh, you know, this person, she has such cool posts. I wish I could make content like that. Or, you know, that person, she makes such great videos. She's so good at storytelling. Like, I could never do that. Or I can't really talk about this topic now because, you know, like one of my competitors recently talked about it. So I can't talk about it anymore. I'm thinking of things like, you know, my competitor recently talked about Black Friday, so I can't talk about Black Friday. I've heard all of these things over and over again from my clients and my digital marketing friends. As I said before, this usually comes from people who consume content all the time, whether that is on Instagram or Facebook, maybe even LinkedIn. 
but they don't create as much themselves. So it's a little bit of a, a downward spiral from there. Like you consume, which makes you have this like problem that you're stuck with. So you don't create, so you consume more, so you don't create. And it's just, yeah, it's a vicious cycle that is not really easy to get out of. So what I would like you to do to get rid of this uh, problem is to, before you even open Instagram in the morning, take notes write things down and start creating. At the same time, what can also help is to set yourself limits on your social media apps. I would recommend that either way. That means you're not constantly consuming and completely burned out at the end of the day and just don't have any energy to create your own content. So give that a try and see if that makes a difference. At the end of the day, we obviously all have our unique challenges. We have our unique skill sets and potentially also just, you know, like a different business setup that allows us to make better or more efficient content than someone else. A lot of the times I see my clients who are smaller businesses that like produce products or they have a service, they compare themselves to huge brands that have, you know, a whole as team creating social media content for them and they feel like they aren't doing enough or that their content, you know, isn't professional enough or that's not going to help them move forward. And obviously you can then like give up and not post anything anymore, but that's not going to get you closer to your goals either. So you might as well use what you have and get some help to to, to make sure that you use the skills that you have, the the time, the availability as best as you can. Yes, try to see other people's content that you enjoy as an inspiration and try to draw learnings from the content instead of just saying, oh, it's great content, but I could never do that. So instead of copying or what I mostly see with my clients, not creating anything at all, consciously notice why you enjoy certain types of content or why you like certain topics or like ways that things are presented and then implement those learnings into your own content. To give you an idea, I want to level up my video content this year and I have recently made a conscious effort to save videos that have caught my attention on Instagram or on TikTok and save them to a folder so that I can review them later on and learn how I could better structure my videos, how I could improve my storytelling and just in general keep people watching and make better videos. So obviously I won't be recreating the exact same video, but I will take elements that I enjoy from each of these videos. For example, the pacing, the kind of music, maybe some visual elements or maybe the, the hook of the video. And I will put these elements into my content and kind of make better content rather than copying this other person's or people's content or not posting anything because I think I can never be as good as them because these people have not been born with the skills that they have either. Like they have taught themselves how to do that or they have had help from someone else. But that shows me that if they can learn it, I can learn it too. Last but not least, habit number three that I think is actually going to be very beneficial to your social media marketing in 2024 and that is setting up a proper content system for yourself and following this process over and over again. Mostly when I do audits for people, especially for businesses that have a team, the biggest struggle that they have is that they don't have a clear system 
or tool where they organize content. If you listen to my last episode where I've talked about the trends and my forecast for 2024, you will remember that I talked about the fact that people like to consume content about specific topics in a variety of formats. And I also said that instead of making one piece of content and then just chucking it onto all platforms, you should be thinking of like a two-step process. The first step should be thinking about a topic that you could talk about. And then in the second step, you're thinking of how you're going to adapt or implement this topic on each of the platforms that you're on. For example, when I talk about the latest meta update, I could say, right, for TikTok, I'm going to film a video where I talk about this new update. But on Instagram, on the other hand, I am actually going to present it as a carousel post, just to give you an idea. I could also then write a blog post and create a Pinterest pin that links to my blog post and post that on Pinterest. To be able to use this process and follow a multi-platform strategy, you need to have a tool set up that makes it easy for you to repurpose certain elements of the content to make your life easier. For example, your TikTok video script could be turned into a caption for Instagram, or it could be the text that you then put on your Pinterest pin. So you don't want to create this like five pieces of content that are completely different or like that you have to start from scratch over and over again. The most important part about this like multi-platform strategy is to, to reuse the like the text, the scripts, these things as much as you can, like milk what you have and like redistribute it on other platforms. But to be able to do that, you need a tool that helps you organize all of this and not lose parts of the content or not have it visually presented to you so you can see, oh, right, I have this TikTok coming up, so maybe I could also put it there or maybe I could reuse it for this. If you don't have a tool, it's not going to work you need a tool to have a streamlined process. Another example, in one of the last audits of 2023, I helped a product-based business that already had a team. I think there were about five people working on content, but they didn't have a tool or like a place where the content was being worked on. Basically, how they organized content creation was through WhatsApp, like through the group chat, sending stuff back and forth, attaching images to emails, um, having videos sent back and forth on, on WhatsApp. It was just way too complicated than it had to be. So the first thing we implemented was setting up a Trello board where people could see the scheduled content, where everyone could just go in and tick off the tasks that they were responsible for. And I think after a month or so of working with this client, I got the feedback that the Trello board made the biggest difference and that they noticed how much quicker and easier content creation was now. And again, this is especially important if you want to ramp up the number of posts you want to do this year, because to be able to post consistently and post wide a lot of content you need to have a system that allows you to do that. So if you would like some help with setting up a proper system, this is something that we can do in a power hour. After this 60-minute session, you will ask yourself why you haven't started a process like this or like set up a tool like that earlier. Because the way in which you will make content is going to change dramatically. Like you will wish you had booked this session much, much earlier. To finish up this episode, 
please keep in mind that obviously habits are very personal. For some people, waking up at 5am and smashing their to-do list might be the right thing. For us, for others, the 10am wake-up call is more than early enough and they like to do work in the evening. So habits are always personal and the habits that I mentioned in this episode are just the ones that I have implemented myself and that I have seen have worked well for my clients as well. And again, this is why I recommend booking in a session where we can work on these habits together because we see so much advice on social media and in podcasts, blog posts, wherever, on what you should be doing in your business, how you should increase your revenue and all that. But in the end, habits need to work for you. Otherwise, you won't be able to implement them in the long term. And to come full circle here, this is also what James Clear says in his book Atomic Habits, that the best habits are the habits that you can stick to consistently rather than the ones that you implement for a month and then never try again. I would love to see your name in my calendar in the next few days so that we can work on your social media marketing strategy for 2024. You will find a link to book a one-on-one power hour with me in the show notes. But in the meantime, I hope this episode was helpful. And since we are at the beginning of the new year, I hope you also had an amazing Christmas break where you filled your belly with a lot of yummy food and had a relaxing time with your friends and family. I'll talk to you next time when it's again time to talk socials.